The helmet nachos were good. <laughs> the helmet nachos were absolutely. What'd you spot eat, Trev? Give me everything that you ate. I, I got a feeling that. Uh, Got a feeling you might have gone a couple times back to the concessions. I'm just so kind of throwing that out. You there. want the whole rundown? Yeah, and give me like how you do it. What's the game plan when you walk in? Okay, so we got to the game, we got to our seats, and then we watched the first inning. Then did you have two to- dogs? No, did not, you have no, two no, dogs no. before you got to Dodger Stadium? <laughs> no, I. It's I an was advertiser. Ready to go. It's an advertiser. I was ready to do it. So we get there, sit down, get set up, mm-hmm. and then I go and I'm thinking, you know what? I don't want to start this day off with a bad Dodger dog because I was afraid that there had just been too much of that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do something else. So I went and got a helmet nacho and a beer. So I sat down, and the helmet nacho, by the way, comes in like a 10-gallon bucket. So you can, it's enough for more than – even me, I'm not finishing that whole thing. So did a little helmet nachos, kind of pass them around with the fam. We all kind of snacked out of that. Yeah, then you gave, them, the you gave them one nacho. You say, look, get, get one. <laughs> well, Everybody sharing. gets one and then get the heck out of the got. way. Mm-hmm. Then I had the hot dog uh, a couple innings after that. Was terribly underwhelmed from that. Got a bag of peanuts, got a second beer, and then I may or may not have snacked a little bit off of the uh, helmet sundaes that my children got. So it was a re- relatively tame day. It could have been worse. You, uh, you, let's just say that you're you're very open to everything at Dodger Stadium. You're very yeah. open to getting a little bit of everything there. I'm actually Absolutely. a little disappointed. I, I kind of thought you'd have I'd, I'd have more big. trips there. I didn't go big because day games are a little harder. I'm more of a uh, a nighttime guy who would get a little more interesting. All right, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline and. Can I tell you something else that I got a little bit of a thing going on right now? Okay, what do you got? Um, I'm getting vaccine number two today, Slee. Oh, it's today. Today is the the vaccine second dose, and I've heard both, eh, it wasn't that bad. I've had people that have been absolutely wiped out by it. So I'm getting the shot shortly after we're done with our show, around noon or so. So uh, maybe I'll leave you hanging tomorrow. How about that? Listen, um... <laughs> <laughs> I could come to you. If you want, I could do the show with you from your house tomorrow. We'll do it together. From my bedroom? One Comrex, uh, one headset. We'll just we'll do everything. We'll do everything we got to do. So you, Okay, yeah. so you get your second one. Mine is June 1st. Mine will yeah. be June 1st. Where are you doing yours at? Anaheim Convention Center. Anaheim Convention Center. I'm back at the Vaughn's uh, that I went <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, next to the peanut yeah, butter and the yeah. uh, marshmallows. June 1st, I will be there for my second Pfizer um, vaccine shot, plus... Uh, I'll be getting three bananas for a dollar. <laughs> Perfect. All yeah, in one trip. All that's in one trip. Day. All right. So the Angels are paying Albert Pujols $30 million this year to stay the hell away. <laughs> that's always a good sign. That, hey, uh, who makes the most money on our team? Oh, that guy right there. Who does he play for? Well, not us. <laughs> he's he's down the road. Albert Pujols is no longer an angel, and I don't think it's official yet, but there's all sorts of reports that the Dodgers and Pujols have come to an agreement that he's going to join the team. And at first, I, I looked at it like this, Lee. I'm thinking – Yeah, I was curious to get your take. What in the world do the Dodgers need Albert Pujols for? Mm-hmm. Albert Pujols is one of the great players of his generation, full stop. Albert Pujols is walking straight into the Hall of Fame the second he's eligible, full stop. He's also washed. And has been for a while. That this is that I get it. He's got some pop in the bat. He might run into one here or there. That was my initial reaction. Like, what are they doing? And then the more you kind of think about it, you're thinking to yourself, why not? Here's a list of guys that are not playing for the Dodgers right now: Corey Seager, Cody Bellinger, Dustin May, Edwin Rios, David Price, Zach McKinstry, Chris Taylor didn't play yesterday, Tony Gonsolin, Scott Alexander, Bruce Gratterall. They're missing everybody. Right, I know a lot of those guys are pitchers, but they're missing Seager and Bellinger in particular. Are sure. AJ Pollock? I didn't even say his name. AJ Pollock hasn't played. 
they need bodies and they need right-handed bodies. And I think Pujols gives them at least an opportunity to do that, that maybe he can come off the bench once or twice a week and maybe run into a double or a home run. There's absolutely no risk in this. Why not give it a shot? Yeah, that, that's the one question I was going to ask. Is it, it sounds like it's more – this isn't a luxury, right? This isn't – you know, they're in a position right now where they just got to figure out a way to – for the next four to six weeks, let's say, right? I think Seager could be out for about four weeks, but it could be up to two months, but probably more closer to the four weeks part. Mm-hmm. You're going to go through a stretch. I think they play the Giants seven times over the course of the next couple of weeks or so, and obviously Giants lean the NL West. I'm not saying that this is all uh, – they got to worry right now that they're you know in the month of May, but you're bringing somebody the, – the risk to reward, there's not really any risk. So – if Trav, sometimes you know you bring a big name. I could see a franchise bring a name like Pujols in, and they bring him because it's more for showbiz, the marketing part of it. I don't think the Dodgers are obviously doing that, nor do they need to do that. I don't think well, that part and, is that big of a deal. Not to interrupt you, but he's not a draw. There's no, there's not a person. It's just in a the name, city. just the name. It, it's a name, but I mean, Fernando Valenzuela. Is, if they're going to put him out there, sure, I'll go watch that because I care about Fernando. I care about his history with the Dodgers. Albert Pujols means nothing to people in Los Angeles, and I don't mean that disrespectfully, even though it may sound like that. Albert Pujols' greatest moments here in Southern California are ten years. Exactly. Ten years, two forty. He cashed a bunch of checks. Yeah, you know he made the All Star team once or twice in nine plus years. It's just he, it, it just didn't happen here. It's not his fault. It's not his fault the Angels gave him all that money. It's not his fault that the second he got here, the other best player in baseball showed up like that mm-hmm. and just completely cast a shadow that gobbled him up. I do think that and risk is the wrong word. The, the the way that this doesn't work, and and the good news is. The Dodgers have no skin in this. If it doesn't work, say thanks. This isn't working out. Good luck wherever you go next. The One of the reasons he's not in Anaheim anymore is he wanted to play every day, right? So he's obviously not going to play every day in the Dodgers. So if he still feels like he's an everyday player and lets that be known in the clubhouse or there's a vibe that, hey, why aren't I out there, then they got to move him down the road. Because and Max I don't Muncy's think he will. Do you, do you think he will? Because i got Probably. a feeling if he came to the Dodgers, you know that you're, you know, obviously the – competition on the squad you're, you're not going to be in the everyday lineup that's just not going to happen no I I would think he would not he would know that for two reasons number one look at his numbers right his war is a negative the last couple of years mm-hmm. which is not easy to do and number two is if there was a place for him to go play every day he wouldn't be here right you know like if right if there was somebody else that needed a player every single day he would have taken that gig, I would imagine. So I'm sure this is one of those things. You know, sometimes you think there's a market for something, right? You suddenly, oh, hey, once I go and sell this on the, uh, you know, on the open market, people are going to be beating down my door. And it was, okay, I'm a free agent. Crickets. Crickets, mm-hmm. right? So all of a sudden, Dodgers are like, well, do you want to come in here and, you know, maybe have a few at-bats a week? We'll, we'll, we'll take a look at that. And I think he probably gets that. Did you hear um, Adrian Beltre? Did you hear what he had to say? Mm. Let me read this off to you. He said, if there's a baseball player that there's a, deserves a ton of respect – it's Albert Pujols. What happened to him is shameful and shows the ugly side of baseball. No matter what, he will always be a legend. Uh, this was from a reporter, Hector Gomez, that interviewed uh, Beltre on Friday. Got to be honest with you, Trav. I, I want to get your thoughts on this, but I don't think I – mean, do you see this as – was this disrespectful to him? In, in my personal opinion, I have a very difficult time trying to find sympathy for somebody that cashed in 10 years, 240 with the Angels, and now that he's going to be – a part of the Dodgers and have a chance to win a World Series. I don't. I don't think. Um, I don't. I don't think twice to say, "Oh, poor Albert." 
Two things here. Number one, there is a virtual 0% chance that he'll be on this team at the end of the year. He will not be playing in the postseason with the Dodgers. It just, I just don't see that happening. Number two, he is a legend of the game. I, I agree with Beltre on that. But it's not disrespectful. Look at look, the numbers. Are, you can't just run him out there because his name is Albert Pujols, right? And, and look, the Angels have made a bunch of questionable decisions over the last 10 years or so that Albert Pujols has been there, namely their inability to get pitching, right? Mm-hmm. Signing Albert Pujols at the time, most of baseball looked at each other like, they did what? They gave him how long of a deal for how much? And St. Louis was like, sounds good. (laughs) Right, right. So (laughs) everybody in baseball, in the fall of baseball, knew that this day was coming, Mm -hmm. the day where a year or more of Albert Pujols' deal was just a terrible deal, and it just happened. What, are they supposed to keep him on the roster for the rest of the year because his name's Albert Pujols? I don't get I, I mean, it's weird, but I think that's one of the few decisions the Angels have made in the last I'm with you. years. I'm with you. It made a ton of sense. It Let, was the right thing to do. Turn the page. Uh, this is it. Finally, it's not like he's three years left on his contract. They're eating no. that. No, they just know, okay, we got to pay this year anyways, but let's move on with our franchise. Let's kind of turn the page from that, you know, that chapter, and they're obviously doing that. The other part, too, and you mentioned it a second ago, Slee, is Corey Seager going down. That's a big deal because think about it. It's his right hand which is his throwing hand, mm-hmm. right? It's his right hand, and because he's a left-handed batter, that means that that's his lead hand on the mm-hmm. bat. That's the one that's going to do a whole bunch of work when you're in the batter's box. This is not nothing because it makes you weaker across the board. Now Lux is playing short, or Chris Taylor's got to go in there. Neither one of those guys are Corey Seager. They can do it, but now you just this is your second-best player probably behind Mookie Betts. You're already missing Cody Bellinger, who's been out more or less the entire season. Of all the guys other than Mookie, this was the guy they could least afford to go down. And you just, as deep as they've been all season long, they're at the point now where you almost just have to keep your head above water until you start getting some bodies back. Isn't it kind of weird, these similarities between the Lakers and the Dodgers for their regular season? And this will probably be the conversation for the Dodgers all season long. Just, hey, stay right there, stay in the mix, get your guys back. Uh, what Bellinger's coming back, what, and you, th- you think a week or so, something along those they've lines? been saying a week or so for a week or so, so who knows, until he can run. But but just u- just using that as an example, with the Lakers all regular season, it was just get to the playoffs, just get to the playoffs. And I'm not saying that, you know, obviously we're only in May, so there's a lot of time for the Dodgers to get healthy. David Price is supposed to be back soon as well. But just using that as an example, Dodgers are going to be one of those teams where it's just be healthy for the postseason, take your chances. But starting off, this has been, a, you know, certainly a rough start from a health perspective. We're a million miles from the playoffs, but here, here's why it's different. Number one, in one game, it, it, Steph Curry is the equivalent of facing Jacob deGrom, mm. right? He could beat you by himself. Sure. You, I don't have to worry about it. If you get into a, 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 a wild card round, we're talking about a one-and-done situation, and if they can't keep up, and I think they can, and there's big, for no other reason than there's a ton of time left, but baseball is the worst possible scenario you want to get in a one-game situation because one pitcher changes everything, sure. good or bad, along the way. And right now, the Dodger pitching has been re- – Kershaw has been really good this year. Trevor Bauer, what's better than really good? Extraordinary? Trevor Bauer has been that. Ordias is a little hit and miss, but pretty good. Dustin May has gone for the year. You, they have really good pitching, and they're still kind of floating around 500. Mm. That's And it's because of that offense. And now you just lost another piece of that offense. Yesterday at the game, think about who you're talking about. You're talking about Luke Rayleigh getting important at-bats. You're talking about Sheldon Noisy getting important at-bats. You're talking about guys, Matt Beattie, who's a nice player to have coming off your bench. But that's not the game plan. Right, game. that's not the game plan. That, right? that, wasn't, that wasn't the thought process coming into the season, right? Yeah, they're in a totally different spot. All right. So wait, did you for- actually – did you um? 
like just in between all the food and everything else, going back to the concessions, did you get a chance to catch a couple innings? Uh, yeah, I saw most of it. I saw most of it. Mookie had a double, which was fun. Hey, and I, got I, thrown I, out I told you plate. this. I told you this a while back. You've never gone to what I say was called like the Lexus Club or San Manuel, whatever it was. Right. You know right. what I'm talking no, I have about? Not. I, I I remember you telling me about it, but I have not. I'm I'm a man of the people. I was up in the uh, left field corner yesterday by the foul pole. I'm uh I'm usually a uh, this ticket is all access. If <laughs> if I can't get in, then I'm good. No, no. But I, I'm telling you, Trav, <laughs> the moment you go and experience a game with that, you know, just all the food. Very difficult to go find your seat. Very difficult. You spend you spend four and a half innings just eating, and then you're too full to go kind of enjoy a game. Uh, just one of these days, you and I need to take a little experience there. No, I'm all in. My seats last night, or yesterday afternoon, I should say, I, I experienced something I'd never actually done before at a baseball game. I could see the top of the flagpole. <laughs> Not the flag, the, I should say the foul pole. Mm-hmm. The foul pole, and I'm like, oh wow! So that's, that's what the awesome. top of that looks like. That's what it looks like. That's By the way, do you think cool. do you think there's going to be like a black market for Dodger dogs, the old ones? Do you think there's? <laughs> I'll tell you what. If there are, I'll, there's I'll... somebody outside saying, "Hey, listen, uh, go to parking lot uh, P4. Uh, don't say a thing. We're serving Dodger dogs, Farmer John's, out of the trunk." Anecdotal, to be sure, but I'll tell you this: at the game yesterday, there was a line for. Most again limited capacity, so the lines are actually very manageable. And they, yeah. they move really quickly, but there was multiple places at the Dodger Dog window with no line. At the taqueria, line. At the beer stands, line. At the burgers, mm. at the friend, the garlic fries, line, line, line. Dodger Dogs, no line. I'm Damn, just, I'm just, I'm just going to say this. Don't be surprised, and I know I'm sure these deals are long or whatever. But the idea of you just said black market Dodger Dogs. Um, yeah, if you could set up a camp out in the parking lot somewhere and say, "Hey, listen, you know what's going on in there? We got the good stuff out here. These are the real ones." And you know, they kind of open the, the trunk good of the stuff car. out here. Hey, 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 you, 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 you like to get down? Yeah, man, what's up? You, 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 you looking to party? Yeah, what's what do you got? He opens up the back, and there's just a cooler of Dodger dogs. You mean to tell me, you know what? How much for three? How much? No, 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 no. Are you guys selling something over there? Nothing over here, man. Nothing over here. Give me three. Give me three. And then he kind of gives them to you down, you know, down here. Just keep it moving. Keep it moving. Hey, I'll be back here next week. I'm here every day. I'm here every day. Look for me. The black the market of Dodger dogs. You mean tell me you wouldn't want a piece of that? The that black market of Dodger dogs. That's amazing right there. They'd, be, they'd only be – they see, they'd let you go right by because they know that you, you – know, they'd be like, eh, he's kind of normal looking. But that guy, that big tall guy back there with the with – the, he can't tuck in his shirt because Trav, of his deal. You're sweating because hey. you're, you're nervous. You're hey, nervous you. that people are looking at you weird. They, they, hey, they're you. on to you. Hey, you. Hey, come over here a second. <laughs> you, you want a piece of this? <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? Who absolutely Don't you tell do anyone that. where this came from. Don't you dare tell anyone where this came from. All right. So the path to the finals, arguably as as good as you could ask for. But what if the one thing that can't happen happens? We'll get into that next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. You- Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. A motorcycle guy, Slee? Huge motorcycle guy. I, uh... <laughs> Usually yeah. I just wear. I see you like on a ninja. Like you're one of those speed bikes. You're not like a big Harley guy. Like yeah, no, I, I'm not the rocket bike. Guy. I'm not much of the Harley guy. I'm just more the. I'm all about speed. You I'm don't see him on speed. a Harley Davidson with a vest on and everything like that. No undershirt. No, listen, listen, just vest. The no leather chaps and everything. <laughs> no undershirt. Nothing. Ooh, the chaps. And just taking up and just saying ah, I'm gonna get out for a week and just go. Just go. I don't even tell anybody anything. I just take off. Where'd Slee go? Uh, he went on another one of his cross-country <laughs> Harley-Davidson safaris. You know, we'll, we'll see him again in a couple. Of, you come back all bearded up, tats. You've got a, you've, you've got a new friend. He's right. doing Baja, California again. He's just going down the coast. He'll be at Sturgis this week. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Fudge. He'll be hanging out. He'll have one of those shirts that's got a, the sleeves cupped to cut off. He has a bourbon by 830. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right, so I want to read a couple of these tweets, Slee. Uh, like I mentioned, like you've mentioned, the tweets are very important part of the show this is from capitano matt it says hey man i got the real deal right here first one's free hashtag black market dodger dogs look you you, you kind of threw that in as a joke so, i know it's a great idea it's not you a bad idea me. imagine if word got out that you had the real deal you're like you know where the police academy is up on that hill yeah and you yeah. park down below like you're down there you're behind the bushes you got a little hibachi going you got him fired up it's the real thing that's a million-dollar idea. You shouldn't have given that away. Uh, J4, J4, that's where they are. And, and you're always moving locations every game, right? So, like, you're always one step ahead of the LAPD. <laughs> the well, it's like selling the bootleg T-shirts and hats, right? you got to keep moving. The police department has no idea. They, just, they know somebody is doing it. They have no idea who's selling the bootleg Dodger dogs outside of Dodger <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> I like it. All right, this is from uh, Starfish and Coffee. The curse of Farmer John will continue until the Dodgers are in first place again. But how bad could it actually be? It's hard to mess up a hot dog. Well, that's what you'd think. But I would suggest you try one of those and see how you feel. I really, really thought you were setting it up that the Dodger dog was okay, that it wasn't that bad. It was really, truly mediocre and i'm probably giving it a little more credit than it deserves because look look let's talk about it but here's but here's the main thing here's the main thing with you trap because i know you good enough at this point that with everything you just said the next time you're at dodger stadium you're going to get a dodger dog who said anything about not eating more of them these are two separate conversations i do you know how many times i've eaten something that i'm really not that excited to eat i'm going to eat it's like you could you go to a baseball game and not have a beer Right, that's hard to do. Right, I mean, if well, what if you don't like the beer? That's not the point. The point is that, that that's what's one? amazing to me is that you don't like the dog, but I already know that next time you're going, let me get two of those. Uh, let me one, get some peanuts. I, gonna, I used to be a hard, hard and fast two Dodger dog guy every time. Now I'm down to one because the Dodger dog used to have a little snap. It used to have that that you know that saltiness. Like this, this was just bland man it just it was and a hot dog needs to be two things it needs to be hot and it needs to be salty if you got those two things covered you should do reviews you should do food reviews and i'm not kidding here I i'm not kidding here. right now aren't you I? got you got such a following on twitter where they love your food takes next time just snap a little video and and give like a quick little one minute uh one minute review like all great uh, people with, with opinions you need to have some Research and I've clearly done the research in the hot dog. You category. have ten thousand hours of Who, expertise. Who's the lady that spent all the time with the chimps? 
what was her name? Like Goodall or something like that. I'm I'm basically Jane Goodall. The, J- Jane Goodall. Thank you, Funch. I'm basically the Jane Goodall of hot dogs. By the way, how great is this? You got me, you, and Funch going here morning, <laughs> ten fifteen in the morning, talking dogs. By the way, for those talking who don't, society too. Don't forget about that. For those for those who don't know, uh, Travis and Sliwa Show. If you miss any part of the show on the ESPN app or on iTunes, you can grab all two hours. So. Uh, ESPN app or on iTunes, Travis and Sliwa Show. Just search that. Uh, Travis, of course, has his name first. That was a big part of his uh, big part of his contract. It was part of the uh, negotiation. Mm-hmm. Here's another quick tweet here. It's from Dave, and Dave writes, Congrats to the Dodgers for getting 53-year-old Albert Pujols, just in case you guys had a shortage of guys that can ground into double plays. Yeah, no, look, that's his specialty. It I was going to say, isn't he the all-time, uh, all-time leader? Albert is not particularly fleet of foot the last few years uh, of his career. It's uh, not good. And then one more here. I'm going to get my second shot right now. I'll let you know how it goes. Drink lots of Gatorade and water. I'm, I'm concerned, Slee, that, that that shot will be in my arm before 12 o'clock this afternoon, mm-hmm. and um, we'll see how I'm feeling and by we got 5 a show tomorrow. tonight. Okay, listen. Um, I say don't do water or Gatorade. I say take the whole experience <laughs> Hot dogs in. and whiskey. <laughs> you're going to do it, do it right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like take the whole full experience and you know, they're trying to prevent some of the after effects. I say, go the other way, Trav, you know, you don't always go with the flow. You know what I mean? Kind of create <laughs> your own path. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Jared Dudley said that they're getting ready to go on the hardest run that any NBA team has had to go on to win an NBA championship. Uh, fine. If that's his opinion, I strongly disagree, but whatever. What if they lose to Golden State? Okay. Now we have a totally different – because I know everybody's, oh, you know, we got Phoenix, we got Phoenix, we got Phoenix. You get to miss the Clippers or, and or the Utah Jazz until the finals. How great is that? Clippers Conference. and Jazz can face each other in round two. They're one Steph Curry bonkers game away yeah. from being exactly what they were trying to avoid. So it, it's kind of funny. And by the way, if you guys want to uh, comment on this, 877-710-ESPN. I also want to throw out there – um, the LeBron tweaked ankle in the fourth quarter. If you got any concern on, on this Wednesday game against the uh, Golden State Warriors, you could comment on that as well. Uh, Trav, I, I, I get the, you know, the path that you're talking about. One of two things are going to happen on Wednesday. The likely path is the Lakers are going to handle the Warriors, and there won't, be in a, there won't be much of a surprise. You and I will be doing a show on Thursday morning, and we'll get a chance to just kind of talk about, okay, now you got Phoenix coming up. It's Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre, and all that stuff. If that scenario doesn't play out on Wednesday night, Thursday's a much different conversation because, you know, when you say anything can happen in one game, well, that's without it being a... Um, you know, uh, uh, a do or die, a win or go home scenario. Friday would be one of those scenarios. I Listen, I've, I've said this and I'll say it again. Lakers are not going 0 for 2. I don't think the Lakers are, are leaving Wednesday night without solidifying the number 7 spot, but it can happen. And the path that the Lakers would have is so much different in the 7 seed than the 8 seed, Trav. So I think the Lakers, this is one of those things I think is in their mind as well. As much as we talk about other teams kind of trying to pave their way and what path is the easiest, Lakers in the 7 seed is such a different path than the 8 seed. Yeah. It's like anything else in the playoffs. You hear baseball teams try to do this. Well, we're going to set up our pitching so we get this guy against that guy on this day. Okay, great. All it takes is for one guy to go two innings and your plan is blown up. And now you have to do all these things. The Lakers and the NBA. And look, I, I, let's talk about this right now. Very clearly, the Clippers are ducking the Lakers, right? 
There, is there any question in your mind that they intentionally laid down to do that? And that's that's telling me, looking at it from the outside, that the Clippers believe that they're that they don't want the Lakers, that they do not want the Lakers early. That they're what they're hoping is that someone else will do their dirty work for them before the time that they get to the conference finals. And that is just a bad way to do it because your players, Slee, are absolutely going to pick up on that. If they think that they're trying to avoid something, they're going to know that something's up. They're going to feel a certain way. And I. Oh, Kawhi didn't think like that. Paul George. Paul George may be the ultimate example of a guy that thinks like that. Listen, I have said this for the last 30 days. If the Lakers got the Suns in the first round, that's the best path that you could have. So it also wouldn't be fair for me to say that the Clippers are ducking the Lakers because I thought the Lakers playing the Clippers in the first round would not be advantageous. You don't want the Clippers in the first round. I'm not saying you're not going to play the Clippers at some point in the playoffs, but I I felt like a ramp-up is what the Lakers needed. And I know Phoenix got the number 2 record. I know you can make a case that the Suns are just as good as I don't believe that. But um, I thought having a ramp-up before you play them, and that's kind of the strategy that the Clippers took. By the way, Clippers-Jazz, that's a toss-up series. Donovan Mitchell's good to go and he's healthy. That's a good series. I would give the Clippers the edge, but the Utah Jazz, that wouldn't be a shock if they beat the Los Angeles Clippers in the second round. And I say that to you, Trav, because if you're saying that that's a stupid strategy to take or why are you doing that, whatever the case is, we just watched the entire Western Conference trying to figure out how they can avoid a team like the Lakers because the Lakers, it's not a normal seven seed. No, they're not. They're they're absolutely not. But let's just cut to it. If the Clippers did what they did, if the Suns got the worst draw ever in the history of a number two seed, yep. if this, that, and the next thing, if okay, okay, fine. The Lakers are as vulnerable as they've been in a really long time. But if all of these things were talking, are they still the favorite? I mean, can we literally throw the seedings out the window? It doesn't matter. Talk about that everything runs through L.A. That we're not talking about the Clippers aren't ducking anybody, the Jazz aren't ducking anybody, that it runs through L.A. Because everything that I'm reading and what you're saying and all these things are are predicated on the Lakers being the team. And I just don't feel like they are. There's too many. You saw LeBron twisted his ankle again last night. I know he said he's fine. Can I play that? Can I play that for you? Yeah. Let me play this real quick. This is LeBron talking about how he feels physically. All right. I'm going to play that right now. Uh, Pretty good. I mean, for where I am right now, after uh, sitting out for, you know, as long as I did. I mean, if you take away the, the two games that I played momentarily, but. Uh, pretty good. Um, you know, had a lot of explosion. Um, defensively, I was able to play the passing lane a few times tonight. Um, you know, get out on the break, uh, make some cuts. Uh, you know, and get in passing lane, uh, get in transition. Uh, so, uh, came out pretty well. Okay, so I, I play that Trav because that is the portion that you know. This is in the fourth quarter yesterday, and I'm sitting back. I'm saying to myself. By the way, Michael kept saying on the broadcast. Right, he's doing the broadcast with John. Why is LeBron in the game? Take mm-hmm. LeBron James out of the game. Why do you have him? Portland's about to beat Denver. Take him out of the game. Yeah, they were up big early. Okay, tweaks the same freaking ankle. By the way, it could be one of those years, Trav, where just things just don't go Not your way. Right? It, it just this is happens in sports. It's a, sometimes you have to be the best team, but the healthiest and the hottest at the right time. That's the cliche in sports, right? That could happen to the Lakers. Um, for those who were trying to make an argument that LeBron shouldn't have been in the game, I would counter with this, and I was saying this in the postgame show yesterday. 
The guy missed 20 games, came back for two, then missed six games, and was using this weekend to just kind of get into some kind of a rhythm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about, you know, LeBron wasn't in in the fourth quarter against the Pelicans because the Lakers were worried yeah, about right. beating the Pelicans. It was just to kind of get some rhythm in or whatever the case is. So I kind of push back when people say, why the hell was he in, whatever the case is. Here's here's two things that can't be true at the same time. He mm-hmm. said he's never going to be 100% again, and he also said he's fine. He clarified that one. He clarified <laughs> yeah. that one. Did you hear when he, when he clarified about they can't be 100%? He, well, I want to hear the clarification. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back and do that. Plus... There's a whole other thing going on that we're going to talk about. Namely, it came out of Kobe Bryant's Hall of Fame induction ceremony yesterday that is the league worse off for one very obvious reason. That's coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah, they uh, they didn't like you trying to tell long stories during Ask Slee. They just want to ask you more things that you'd like to run over in a tank, Slee. You I'm ready? like, hey, it started at 8 when I was 8 years old. <laughs> ESPN Radio <laughs> is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all of our guests on the show will appear via the Goodyear hotline. So during that break, I was listening to you uh, do the Lakers report, right? Talking about, oh, they, yeah. they got the Warriors. It's going to be great. This, That's that, it. They already got it. Game is and, over. They already you're won. talking about that. On ESPN, I got my TV, I'm watching SportsCenter. Mm-hmm. They're doing a story about Steph Curry watching him torch everybody. Are you sure about what you're saying? Because the more I see Steph do Steph things, the less lo- the, the less amount of warm, fuzzy feelings I have about Wednesday night. Because right. Steph is really scary. Let me just kind of walk through, if I'm correct, the game on Wednesday is on ESPN, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously on 710, we'll also be on ESPN uh, for TV purposes. Yeah, let's just say the next three days, they're going to be hyping up some Steph Curry, some LeBron James. Look what Steph's doing. Watch out one game. Trav, they're going to hype the hell out of this game. But I'm telling you, the, the hype will be there. The game should not live up to the hype simply because the Lakers are that much better of a team than the Warriors. That's how it should play out. Could it play out differently? Yes, it can. Is ESPN trying to get some ratings? Uh, they'll be just fine, but they're going to promote the hell out of that game. It's going to start with Steph Curry. Yeah, hopefully. I. Uh, you I'm see the odds, by the way? You, did you see the odds? Second. Yeah, no, they have the second best odds in the whole league. We'll come back. We'll do the odds in just one second. I want to make sure that we do this because this is important to the show. Mm-hmm. We talk to the people in L.A. with Robert. Robert, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? Uh-oh. How are you doing, guys? Good, Good morning, man. Thank Tom. you for calling. Can you hear me? Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, yeah, I worked at Dodger Stadium from 85 to 93, and uh, my dad's been working there since 69. And back in the day, we used to cook the hot dogs, and we used to uh, prepare them in boiling beer before we put them in the grill. Hmm. And that stopped back in the early 90s. And ever since then, the, the Dodger dogs weren't the same. It's a little secret we used to have with uh, the fans that know. See, these are the sorts of people that we need to talk. Robert, you need to be our, our Dodger dog insider. Yeah, definitely an insider. this point forward. Um, yeah, look. Yeah. You don't want to mess with it too thank much. Thank you for calling, bud. Yeah, thanks, Robert. That 
there's the right way to do. Remember, well, how, I don't know how long ago this was, maybe 10 years ago now. I don't know. It kind of runs together. Remember when they stopped grilling them and the people of this city raised holy hell like, hey, where? what happened to my grilled Dodger dogs? And they went back to grilling them. Maybe this is what needs to happen again. Maybe the people need to rise up and say that this Dodger dog is not what we want. We want the old ones back. And, oh, by the way, Robert in L.A. says you guys used to grill them or cook them in the boiling beer beforehand. Let's bring that back as well. It could, by the way, you know, at, at the end of the day, think about all these different partnerships with every different stadium and arena and everything else. This is getting so much pub, the no Dodger dogs uh, from Farmer John at Dodger Stadium has got so much run in conversation. You know, you might have things might change at Dodger Stadium, right? I mean, just kind of think about it. It's a it's a it's a legendary item that is not the same. Um, it could happen, right, Trav? I mean, if a lo- enough people brought it up, this has been a conversation. I've heard it on multiple shows. I've heard it, you know, L.A. Times doing a story. I mean, it, it's got enough conversation in pub that it's literally you don't want to be the hot dog that follows that hot dog. <laughs> no, you no, don't want to replace. Easy, it's not an easy. You don't want to be. Follow. You don't want to replace Phil Jackson. <laughs> no, probably not. You don't want. I'll, I'll tell you what they got right. Yeah, I'll tell you that another time. We'll see. You want to be the hot dog that replaces. That hot dog. Yeah, well, yeah, and you want to go back, right? We want we want that back. <laughs> you want to be we the want... John Ireland of this, right? <laughs> exactly. You know, you don't want to replace Chick. That, you want to come that's back. a great, great analogy right there. You gotta be a you gotta be a few in, right? You, you gotta like you time it here. Be the guy after the guy. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the right one. And the guy after the guy in this case may be the guy. The farmer John dog will bring it back a second time. So uh Kobe into the Hall of Fame yep. over the weekend. And I know, so you were talking about this on the pregame show with MT as well, talking about, you know, we saw Michael Jordan. So, of course, it reignites the, the conversation about, you know, the way things used to be, right? The way, the, the way that the league used to be played. Michael Jordan played every night, and LeBron James plays every night until this year. And this conversation about toughness, and especially with Kobe, right? Kobe, legendarily tough, that this was a guy that played no matter what injuries, this, that, and the next thing. Do we need to turn the page on that? Because it just seems to me this is like talking about ball players from the 30s and 40s taking the train, right? Yeah, it's cool. They got to hang out and ride the train and spit in the spittoon and all these things. But they invented airplanes. They figured out it's better. They figured out that guys could get more rest. And while it might not be great for the night in and night out product of the NBA, having guys take some nights off here and there is ultimately better because we're getting the better players more often in the games that matter the most, and that's what the league is about. Okay, so I want to give my thoughts, but I know we got to go to break. Let me give my thoughts when we come back, all right? Uh, 877-710-ESPN if you do want to give your thoughts on this. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. <laughs> See, why doesn't he, he explain it? it? No, he's got. It. He doesn't even explain anything. No, he doesn't look. say the last promo that we used to have in the night. <laughs> he would at least say it's putting all the stories into right. the final segment that we didn't get into. That's right. Now That's Morales exactly right. does not want to do that at all. This is where we dump all the things we didn't get to into the final segment. So let's start right here. By the way, I'm um, off tomorrow and Thursday. <laughs> 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 I'm not surprised. Look, 
I, uh, I I got my my legs back underneath me on Friday night, and it's been a long time since I did a, a solo. But I'm feeling pretty good. Take take as many days as you want. I'm listen, ready to go. When I, I listened to like the first half hour, I told you I was driving around. I almost uh-huh. came right into the station. I'm like, I can't allow this. I can't allow this. He's too good ooh, by himself. Ooh, that's not going to work at all. Um, we don't talk about this nearly enough, in my opinion, on the mm-hmm. show. Uh, Shohei Otani hit another home run last night. It was a game-winning home run uh, against the Red Sox. It salvaged a one one win out of the series of the Angels. There, are we ever going to care about Otani? Could, could there is there anything he or the Angels could do to get us invested in what he's doing? Because I've been around baseball a long time. I've watched baseball for a long time, and it just you no. Know, Mike Trout's been here forever, and it's just. Eh. I think we will because I'll just use me as an example. Um, I watch Angel highlights. Like I'll go back. I mean, it's specifically when Otani's pitching, but right. I'm I'm going out of my way. I have a curiosity to see what he's doing. So um, it's almost it's almost kind of funny, you know. It's like you're watching highlights and Trout's up and Trout hits, you know, Trout Trout hits one 430 feet, and you're like, okay, that's fine. What Otani do? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just such kind of a new, unique thing, and uh, I, I think there is a little bit of attention going towards him, at least from my perspective. The- Everybody here should at least take a minute to watch him every once in a while because they're not going to make the playoffs because for whatever reason, the Angels have decided that pitching doesn't matter, and that's why they finish in last place a lot because they've decided pitching doesn't matter, but he's extraordinary. How about this? So a lot of people getting together over the weekend, talking about Kobe, talking about some of our favorite memories from Kobe during his Hall of Fame induction ceremony, Mm -hmm. and Kwame Brown was bragging about all of the good screens that he was setting during uh, his 81-point game. Take a listen to Kwame Brown right here. Everybody loved Kobe Bryant, wanted to see him score, wanted to see him shoot. So he scored and he shot, and the people around him didn't get that many shots and they didn't score. And you mad? Didn't you get what you wanted? Didn't you get? (laughs) Are you not entertained? (laughs) He hit 81 points. Did you see the screens I was setting? The is wrong with you? Are you not entertained? What do you want? That's why I don't. That's why I don't listen to you. First What's of the all, problem? What's the problem? More, more Did you see the Kwame screens or no? Brown. More Kwame Brown, please. Let's have a camera follow him around twenty four hours a day. But I, I don't look. Hey, look, this is Trav. Where this is why I get into the box scores. Okay, is because Gibson guy. The the screens that Kwame was setting was just uh, not talked about enough. Finally, Kwame comes out and talks about his impact in the eighty one. His plus minus must have been off the charts. <laughs> yeah, along with everybody his else. Plus minus. It would be a, a really weird deal if you're sitting around saying, hey, yeah, you were on the core floor with uh, Kobe getting 81. Yeah. Let me get into Kwame's stats all, 2007. All, just a second, Trent. All, no, all those screens that I set. How about this? Uh, I Look, I remember the game vividly. Mm-hmm. I remember him getting just as hot as anybody I've ever seen get in my entire life. Don't really remember the screen game all that much, Slee. You got to kind of keep your eye. This is the part that disappointed me about you. Now, we had this is a perfect example the details. Uh-huh. Two callers talking about the beer and the hot dogs. Never did you jump in and say, I'm a vet, I know it. Kwame yeah. setting screens in the 81 point game. There's another detail that, you know, you don't, you don't point out. And this is why I think we have some issues on the show. Hit me. That's all I got. That, that was it. That was it. <laughs> There was I thought there more. was a detail that I'm missing. First of all, the beer hot dog thing, that's old school, and it works. Here's Look, it's since we're going down this road. Don't get so defensive. Just, no, just no, relax. No. I mean, I'm just, it's just a joke. It just... You put the dogs, or better yet, like some good sausages, and get one of those um, aluminum like pans right that has the sides. You put them in there. You poke a few holes in each dog, and then you fill the pan with beer. 
okay? And you get to put the beer on the grill, and it'll come up to temperature, and they're in there, and they cook, and they're all they're perfect, and they're flavorful. <laughs> Here's what you also do, too, is you really thinly slice an onion. Mm-hmm. Throw those in the beer, too. You really thinly slice an apple. Throw the apples in the beer, and as they cook, then when the dog comes out, you put it How on the grill. How long are we talking here? What's up. the commitment here for, for this whole thing? They can sit on there all day. They, it doesn't matter. They can sit there literally as long as that grill is burning. They can sit there, and they'll stay warm. And then right before you eat it, you put it out of the out of the beer, onto the grill. You give it a nice crisp coating, right? It gets nice and crispy on the outside, a little bit of that char. And then, sleep, pay attention. Yep. You take the dog out, you put it into the bun, and then you top it with the onions and the apples that were in the beer cooking. I love how the onions and apples, your voice got lower so people didn't What's know important? the onions and the apples. Funch, I don't know how I, I don't know what your patience is on what he's describing. It sounds great. Let's just say this. When we all get together at one point, because we're going to, we're going to Travis's, we're not coming to my place. Travis sounds like he's got the game. I plan. wanted to see that Murphy bed, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed. Yeah, I'll bring my grill over to the guys. Come take a seat. And I'll just start. And, and we'll <laughs> sit on the Murphy bed and eat hot dogs. Look here, here. I figured, I, I figured it out. I figured out our greatest disconnect between you and me when it comes to food, Slee. What is it? You're looking to get it over with. You're you're looking to go in there and it's get true. it done. That part's and get down true. The road. That part's I'm true. I'm looking to extend this experience as long as. Look, sometimes you want something to last a little longer. Sometimes you want something to just keep going. Trav's right? the and only so person. Mm-hmm. You're the only person I know. You're the, you're the only person I know that says. I have two hot dogs before I start grilling the meal. Right. He's the only person that says he has two hot dogs before like everything gets started. So uh, you're right. I'd probably have the two hot dogs. I'd be throwing in the towel. You're just kind of see ya. I, I gotta go home. I gotta go do my laundry or whatever else that I was doing on a Friday night. No, those hot dogs are just to let everybody have a nice time, and then we'll put the other stuff on. You're, if you're coming over to my house, we're it's gonna an make experience. sure that it is ready to go. Well, that's number one. Sleep. Trav, great stuff, buddy. Great stuff. All over again tomorrow. We'll be right here, eight fifty-five a.m. Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. All right, Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN, and Slee. The whole idea of where we are right now, health-wise, where we are right now, matchup-wise in these things, you have a theory on all of these things. So here's the thing. I want to play something here because you mentioned the Hall of Fame speech, right? And you were talking about um, certain conversations. Vanessa Bryant was describing Kobe, his mentality coming into each game. And you and I have talked about this. The game has changed. Michael and I were hitting on it on the pregame yesterday. Mm-hmm. The way the game used to be played is not played, obviously, the same. And this is part of the evolution of the game. Let's play this real quick. This is Vanessa Bryant talking about why Kobe played every game, what drove him. Take a listen to this. People don't know this, but one of the reasons my husband played through injuries and pain was because he said he remembered being a little kid sitting in the nosebleeds with his dad to watch his favorite player play. He could recall the car ride the combos and the excitement of being lucky enough to have a seat in the arena. Kobe didn't want to disappoint his fans, especially the ones in the 300 sections that saved up to watch him play, the kids with the same excitement he once had. I remember asking him why he couldn't just sit a game out because he was hurting. He said, What about the fans that saved up to watch me play just once? He never forgot about his fans. So, Trav, this this is coming from Saturday night. That's Vanessa Bryant, um, the uh, Hall of Fame induction for Kobe Bryant. Okay, Mm -hmm. so every time I do the pregame with Michael, and I'll mention things, 
And I know Michael looks at things, the mentality is a lot different. He's coming from a different era. The, the way the game is played today is much different than it was played back in the 80s and the 90s. But one of the things Michael always says, I'll, I'll give an injury report, and I'll say, uh, yeah, this player is out. Um, well, why is he out? Would, would Kobe have played? You know, there's always, there's always that, you know, fair or not, but this is, how, this is how he looks at it. And I just mention that because you watch these last couple of games in the NBA. You watch this last 30 days in the NBA. It's not the same, Trav. Just think about this. No. Think about how many guys are sitting out. Think about, uh, Michael was even mentioning yesterday, is there a way that you can find teams for doing this or find teams for doing that? There isn't, by the way. There isn't because no, anybody isn't. could say my hamstring's bothering me, whatever the case is. They can find a way to kind of um, uh, get around it. I don't think it's ever going to go back to that. I think that the the way the agents and the way the players and the way the teams and the organizations have game plan things, you're probably going to get stars playing less games than more games moving forward. Yeah, okay. Look, I want to get to the phone calls here in just one second. 877-710-ESPN. If you're on hold, stay there. We're coming up in about 30 seconds. But we're talking about – the question boils down to this, right? What's more important, taking care of the fans – which is not unimportant, or winning a championship, right? This is, this is the decision that every organization in the NBA is asking themselves. And, oh, the, by the way, it may show up in football sooner than later with the addition of that 17th game. Sure. And maybe a team locks up a playoff appearance very early and you can load manage in the NFL. We'll see. But basically what you're asking, let, let's use the Lakers as an example, right? The Lakers have an incredibly loyal fan base who does everything for that team, and the Lakers are about one thing, winning championships. And if that means that occasionally Anthony Davis doesn't play, that occasionally LeBron James might not play, and he's not a great example because he plays when he's healthy to play. But if you're telling me that sitting AD, that AD playing 65 games gives them a better chance of winning an NBA championship than AD playing 82 games so everybody gets a chance to see him, every ticket that's sold, I know I'm going to see Anthony Davis. That's the decision teams are making, and teams are making the decision. It's not a screw you to the fans, but it's a, hey, you might miss him occasionally because we're trying to win a championship. Well, this, this is then the question. By the way, the question is not always, are these players playing at Staples Center? Maybe these players aren't playing on the road, so it doesn't, you know, you're also yeah. affecting other markets not like you're just affecting your market the question that you have is then what do you think most teams most sports franchises what's more important to them the business side or the championship oh i would say it's 90 10 business side okay for, for, but the lakers happen to fall into the 10 though well let, let me let the reason why i asked you that question that's why i frame it that way is because yeah. ultimately this is what it comes down to if it starts hurting your business what's going to happen if it starts hurting your your bottom line in your business, then it is going to be a different conversation. It will be a different story. Um, one of the things I like about the playing tournament, and I've got it all from playing tournament perspective, just from doing these post-game shows, Lakers talk, whatever the case is, and the fact mm-hmm. that the Lakers are going to be in a playing tournament. I've got, I hate the playing tournament. You know, if you can't figure out who's going to be in the playoffs after 72 games, why do you need another game, whatever the case is, then I've also got that I love it. One of the things that I think the playing tournament did is it forced more teams to have to play all the way through the rest of your regular season because these la- this last week was kind of filled with playoff games, you can say. Now there's other teams that tank. That's going to happen. That's just going to be a part of it. But the example that Vanessa Bryant was giving on Kobe Bryant – um, unfortunately, I think those days are behind us because I don't think that many players are going to walk up on a night-in, night-out basis and say, I want to play 82. 
All right, let's try a phone call here. 877-710-ESPN. Let's go to Anaheim and Dean. Dean, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, Travis. Hey, Slee. How are you guys doing? Good, man. All Thank right. you. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I worked at both uh, Staples Center and uh, Dodger Stadium. And uh, I, one time at Dodger Stadium, my, my guy asked for a requisition of beer, and I'm like, you're not allowed to drink on the job. And he told me it was for steaming the hot dogs. That's how I learned how they did it. And that was in the early 2000s, so I know they were still doing it then. And a little story about Kobe. I, one of my side jobs was to beat Phil Jackson before every game, and Kobe was kind of talking to himself. He looked upset, and I, I asked Stu Lance what's wrong with him. He said he was mad at himself for missing a game-winning shot. And they said, yeah, but he, he hit the game-winning shot the night before. And he said he doesn't remember that. He only remembers the ones he misses. So I thought that was pretty uh Yeah. Appreciate you calling in, Dean. Thank you, Dean. Appreciate yeah, you thanks, calling Dean. in. Ed, look, that's what makes those dudes those dudes. Right? I, I, I've always had this theory that – Dude, I'm still reason- talking about the jumper I hit in fifth grade at the rec center. I'm still walking into places and letting people know. I, I don't know if you guys know that, but there was only six seconds left on the clock. We still yeah, lost. The, look, the reason Kobe is Kobe and Tiger Woods is Tiger Woods and Jordan was Jordan and Magic was Magic, and the reason that you can name four or five of these guys instead of 50 of these guys is that's deeply abnormal, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's, it's a personality defect that you only remember the negatives, right? It's a personality defect that gets you, despite being obscenely wealthy and famous and accomplished and loved and all of these things that makes you think, yeah, I missed yesterday. Hmm. Where the most normal human reaction is, dude, I know how many of those I've made. I'm going to make the next one and the one after that and the one after that. I'm good. But those dudes are different, and that's why they are who they are because they don't want to miss that putt. They don't want to miss that game-winning shot. They don't want to be the guy that drops the ball or whatever it is. That They're the guy that only remembers the time it went wrong, and they go and push themselves to these insane levels so it doesn't happen very often because you at the rec center, me, if you said to me, the only thing I remember is the good stuff and the bus rides and goofing around with my teammates. I don't remember the times I tanked because there were too many of them. I'm a little surprised we've had two calls talking about boiling hot dogs with beer, and you didn't say, well, of course. I mean, Do you know who well, you're talking to? We'll, we'll talk about my nah. Rose Bowl spread another time because I know how to do the beer and the things. We'll do all of that too. But coming up next, Lee, yeah. the dump. Travis there and Slee, 710 ESPN. <laughs> See, Why doesn't he, he explain it? it? This time. No, he's this got. It. he doesn't even explain anything. No. He doesn't look. say the last promo that we used to have in the night, <laughs> he would at least say it's putting all the stories into right. the final segment that we didn't get into. That's right. Now That's Morales exactly right. does not want to do that at all. This is where we dump all the things we didn't get to into the final segment. So let's start right here. By the way, I'm um, off tomorrow and Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. Look. I, uh, I I got my, my legs back underneath me on Friday night, and it's been a long time since I did a, a solo, but I'm feeling pretty good. Take take as many days as you want. I'm listen, ready to go. When I, I listened to like the first half hour, I told you I was driving around. I almost uh-huh. came right into the station. I'm like, I can't allow this. I can't allow this. He's too good ooh, by himself. Ooh, that's not going to work at all. Um, we don't talk about this nearly enough, in my opinion, on this mm-hmm. show. Uh, Shohei Otani hit another home run last night. It was a game-winning home run uh, against the Red Sox. It salvaged a one one win out of the series of the Angels. There, are we ever going to care about Otani? Could could there is there anything he or the Angels could do to get us invested in what he's doing? Because 
I've been around baseball a long time. I've watched baseball for a long time, and it just no. Mike Trout's been here forever, and it's just. Eh. I think we will because I'll just use me as an example. Um, I watch Angel highlights. Like I'll go back. I mean, it's specifically when Otani's pitching, but right. I'm I'm going out of my way. I have a curiosity to see what he's doing. So, um, it's almost it's almost kind of funny, you know. It's like you're watching highlights and. Trout's up and Trout hits, you know, Trout Trout hits one four hundred and thirty feet, and you're like, okay, that's fine. What Otani do? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just such kind of a new, unique thing, and uh, I, I think there is a little bit of attention going towards him, at least from my perspective. The, everybody here should at least take a minute to watch him every once in a while because they're not going to make the playoffs because for whatever reason, the Angels have decided that pitching doesn't matter. And that's why they finish in last yeah. place a lot because they've decided pitching doesn't matter, but he's extraordinary. How about this? So a lot of people getting together over the weekend, talking about Kobe, talking about some of our favorite memories from Kobe during his Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Mm-hmm. And Kwame Brown was bragging about all of the good screens that was he was that? during uh, his 81-point game. Take a listen to Kwame Brown right here. Everybody loved Kobe Bryant, wanted to see him score, wanted to see him shoot. So he scored and he shot and the people around him didn't get that many shots and they didn't score. And you mad? Didn't you get what you wanted? Didn't you get? <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> he hit 81 points. Did you see the screens I was setting? The f- is wrong with you? Are you not entertained? What do you want? That's why I don't, that's why I don't listen to you. First What's of the all, problem? What's the problem? More, more Did you see the screens or no? More Kwame Brown, please. Let's have a camera follow him around 24 hours a day. But I, I don't look. Look, this is Trav. Where this is why I get into the box scores. Okay, is because Gibson guy. the the screens that Kwame was setting was just uh, not talked about enough. Finally, Kwame comes out and talks about his impact in the 81. Game. His plus minus must have been off the charts, <laughs> <laughs> along with everybody his else. Plus minus. It would be a, a really weird deal if you're sitting around saying, hey, yeah, you were on the floor, floor with uh, Kobe getting 81. Yeah. Let me get into Kwame's stats all, 2007. All, all, just a second, Trent. All, no, all those screens that I set. How about this? Uh, I Look, I remember the game vividly. Mm-hmm. I remember him getting just as hot as anybody I've ever seen get in my entire life. don't really remember the screen game all that much, Slee. You got to kind of keep your eye. This is the part that disappointed me about you. Now, we had this is a perfect example the details. Uh huh. Two callers talking about the beer and the hot dogs. Never did you jump in and say, I'm a vet, I know it. Kwame yeah. setting screens in the 81 point game. There's another detail that, you know, you don't, you don't point out. And this is why I think we have some issues on this show. Hit me. That's all I got. That, that was it. That was it. <laughs> There was I thought there more. was a detail that I'm missing. First of all, the beer hot dog thing, that's old school, and it works. Here's Look, since we're going down this road. Don't get so defensive. Just, no, just no, relax. No. I mean, it was just people. a joke. It just... You put the dogs, or better yet, like some good sausages, and get one of those um, aluminum like pans right that has the sides. You put them in there. You poke a few holes in each dog, and then you fill the pan with beer. Okay, and you get to put the beer on the grill, and it'll come up to temperature, and they're in there, and they cook, and they're all they're perfect, and they're flavorful. <laughs> Here's what you also do too: is you really thinly slice an onion, mm-hmm. throw those in the beer too. You really thinly slice an apple, throw the apples in the beer, and as they cook, then when the dog comes out, you put it. How on the long grill, are we talking here? What's up. the commitment here for for they this whole thing? They can sit on there all day. They, it doesn't matter. They can sit there literally as long as that grill is burning. They can sit there and they'll stay warm. And then right before you eat it, you put it out of the out of the beer 
onto the grill. You give it a nice crisp coating, right? It gets nice and crispy on the outside, a little bit of that char. And then, Slee, pay attention. Yep. You take the dog out, you put it into the bun, and then you top it with the onions and the apples that were in the beer cooking. I love how the onions and apples, your voice got lower so people didn't What's know. important? The onions and the apples. Funch, I don't know how, I, I don't know what your patience is on what he's describing. It sounds great. Let's just say this. When we all get together at one point, because we're going to, we're going to Travis's. We're not coming to my place. Travis sounds like he's got the game I plan. wanted to see that Murphy bed, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed. Yeah, I'll bring my grill over to the Guys, come take a seat. And I'll just start. And, and we'll <laughs> sit on the Murphy bed and eat hot dogs. Look, here, here I figured... I, I figured it out. I figured out our greatest disconnect between you and me when it comes to food, Slee. What is it? You're looking to get it over with. You're, you're looking to go in there and it's get true. it done that part's and get down true. the road. That part's I'm true. looking to extend this experience as long as – look, sometimes you want something to last a little longer. Sometimes you want something to just keep going. Trav's right? the and only so person – mm-hmm. you're the only person I know. You're the, you're the only person I know that says – I have two hot dogs before I start grilling the meal. Right. He's the only person that says he has two hot dogs before like everything gets started. So uh, you're right. I'd probably have the two hot dogs. I'd be throwing in the towel. You're just kind of see ya. <laughs> I, I gotta go home. I gotta go do my laundry or whatever else that I was doing on a Friday night. No, those hot dogs are just to let everybody have a nice time, and then we'll put the other stuff on. You're, if you're coming over to my house, we're it's an make experience sure that it is ready to go. Well, that's number one. Sleep. Trav, great stuff, buddy. Great stuff. All over again tomorrow. We'll be right here, eight fifty-five a.m. Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN.